A friend was telling me about a lady he knew. She was dating this guy. Both of them were single with no kids. Then, for whatever reason, they decided to break up. Now, fast forward to recent day, they're speaking again, trying to make things work like we sometimes do. But one thing is different. During their breakup, he started dating someone else and this someone else popped out a baby. So now this lady, I'll call her Veronica, is on the fence about dating him seriously again because of this, saying it's not what she envisioned when they first started dating. You're listening to Tariscope, a podcast series that discusses the magical world of dating and relationships as a millennial. Each episode, I share my perspective on dating rules, stigmas, and trending topics surrounding love and love lost. I think majority, if not all of us, are guilty of holding on to this version of our perfect relationship or these childhood adolescent fantasies we created for our partners at such a young age. But I'm here to tell you harboring onto these fantasies can really hinder your love life. I knew the younger me was just like Veronica. I imagined I would stumble upon this amazing black man. A few years older than me, he would have some badass career being extremely wealthy or doing extremely great for himself. Then he would have these amazing attributes like great listening and communication skills. He would be attentive to my desires and my feelings. Because if you know me, you know I'm sensitive, emotional, and I'm quite fucking dramatic to say the least. Anywho... He couldn't have been married before. And lastly, he would not have any kids. Now, let's take a few steps back so you can see where I came up with this picture-perfect man. I grew up in a single-parent household with my mom and my three older sisters. And I must admit, being the youngest in an all-woman household definitely shaped a good portion of my dating and relationship views. See, most of my childhood, my mom was dating this man that I wholeheartedly love to this day. He was so freaking generous and kind. He was a handyman, so he could practically fix anything in my mind. Plus, he was an incredible provider, and he could grill some fucking chicken. I know that has nothing to do with nothing, but that was so important to me as a child. On Labor Day, Memorial Day, anytime the weather was good, he would come over and grill some chicken and some hot dogs. Anywho, beside the point. Needless to say, because of this, a good handful of the qualities I want for my life partner are the qualities that this man possessed. Another large aspect that creates these ideas for our quote-unquote perfect partner stems from previous relationships. So let me share one of my previous relationships with you. When I was in high school, I was dating this dude and we were just so fucking in love in the beginning. I mean, I would go to his house on the weekends and Lord knows how much I enjoyed going over there and spending time with his mom, dad, and his little sister. In a short amount of time, I started looking at his family like my family. I mean, his mom practically took me everywhere with them. From random family dinners, six flags on their birthdays, we went to Lake Lanier on 4th of July. And then I felt so honored to be invited to the house for Thanksgiving dinner with all his family coming from out of town. Looking back, now I realize that is why I value dating a man who family I get along with is so imperative because of that relationship and how we blended and it was just so effortless. Another thing I also realized because of dating him, I grew to love attention, you guys, like love attention. My ex I'm speaking of was a great communicator. 
We went to two different high schools in Athens, so it was a big deal. But we talked every single night when he wasn't on punishment. And then he would text me during the day when he could. Because if you forget, that's back when we didn't have unlimited texting. I think that's also when you could call for free after 7 p.m. I forgot. But it was like something like that back in the day. So in you, between him... Like, giving me all this amazing attention and his mom, like, always bringing me around. I felt so loved and spoiled with attention in that relationship. Yeah, we ended up breaking up, but that's honestly was because of me. I got jealous and insecure within our relationship. To think about it, like, I don't think I ever told him that. So, if you're listening, because I know you follow me on IG, if you listen to this episode, now you know. So anyways, I brought this newfound admiration for attention to all my new relationships after that, which now I know wasn't a good thing to do. I was reading this article and it summed it up perfectly. Our dreams of love have their roots in both our experience of being loved or the lack of love as a child and in our cultural and family conditionings. The other laundry list of things I want in my man and husband comes from movie, friends, and unfortunately, you guys, unfortunately, social media. But like I stated earlier, we shouldn't hold on to these fantasies we created for our perfect partner, right? However, it's possible you're listening to me talk and you're like, "Mm, I don't know about that girl, and you're still on the fence about letting go of your own personal romantic fantasies. Well, I'll tell you why you should. It can prevent you from seeing another person clearly. You could be so wrapped up and focused by your relationship dreams and visions that you disregard a possible really great match for yourself. Or worse, it could lead you to project these unrealistic expectations onto your partner. And ain't no one got time for you projecting that shit onto them. Okay, so we should just leave a little wiggle room and be open-minded. That way, we don't end up single forever because that's not what most of us want. When I was doing my research, I found a few helpful tips that I want to share with you that I thought was helpful for getting over those ideas that are hindering your love life. First tip, envision how your love life would be if you adopted a different outlook, if you were to change your attitude or the way you act and behave. If what you're envisioning is much more positive and healthier from your current day to day, this episode, this episode, my friend, it's for you. And I don't mean that with no shade or malice. It just means it's time for you to do a little bit of the life work. So every day, every other day, once a week, once a month, whatever you need to start with, just start. But I want you to evaluate what thoughts are holding you back. What ideas are limiting you and not allowing you to progress in a conducive, healthy relationship. The next tip I would say is detaching yourself from the views that you just set out and realize are no longer benefiting your life anymore, which I know more times than none is way easier said than done. Hell, I'm not perfect. I have a few ideas that I know I need to let go of and detach from in with time and consistent work and probably some therapy. I'm not going to lie. I'll probably get over and I'll work through My third tip is remembering that letting go of your old thoughts and ideas means you're stepping into the world with an open mind. You're now willing to learn and try things that can add new value or perspective to your life. And who doesn't want that? 
I feel like I'm always reading on social media to stop operating in fear, especially by Gary Lee, Gary V. Like I love Gary V. Follow him if you don't. And he's right. Like we need to stop operating in fear. It's way past the time to start rising above limiting and fearful thinking to reach the life you want. And I know he typically talks about it when it comes to like your career and your work, but Many of us need to start looking at our loves like I love life like that too. So if you want, shoot your shot with that man or woman who you think is quote unquote out of your league. Date that person who makes a little bit less money than you but makes you fucking happy. Just stop limiting your love life to fit what you think will appease other people. Tip number four. Don't look at it as letting go or losing something. When you lose something, typically it brings sadness or pain. And living with an open mind isn't sad. So reframe your thinking to realize it's becoming free. Free to accomplish and live the life that you deserve. And you can be happy and all the other good shit, right? The last but equally as important as the other four tips is remembering that letting go has nothing, absolutely nothing to do with you being inconsiderate or disrespectful of others who may still hold on to those beliefs. So, for example, if your family or friends feel strongly about dating someone with the same religious background as them, that's 100% cool. Let them live that life. But if you find someone that you connect with, that you get along with, that makes you happy, and it just so happened they share a different uh, religious belief, it's okay, especially if y'all have the conversation and figure out how to live your lives with the differences. And that includes talking about what marriage will look like, what raising kids will look like, etc. If you have that deep conversation and the both of you are okay with the differences and will respect the differences and not judge, then shit, live your life. Fuck what your family and friends think about dating someone with a different religious belief. Like, be great. So overall, I'm saying it's okay to fall in love with someone who has a child named Veronica. (laughs) It's okay, Veronica, date that man. If y'all started talking after you broke up for whatever reason, y'all cross path again, y'all cross path again, play it out, let it play out and don't limit yourself just because, oh, now he has a child. So that's what I want to leave y'all with. I know that, it's just like kind of sort of a rant, but it's something that has been heavy on my mind. And I just want everyone to really stop limiting your love options. If the reason why you adopted that idea no longer is serving you in a positive manner. So like always, wrap it up, shield your heart, and keep the faith that love is out there waiting for you.